Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in to another March to Match Day here at 92.9 The Game as we get ready for Atlanta United and the Chicago Fire this weekend. My name's Jason Longshore, and let's get caught up on everything in the Atlanta United universe from this week. To start, let's go back to BMO Field and recap Atlanta's 2-2 draw against Toronto, where they gave up a goal in second-half stoppage time. Not the ideal result with the performance on hand. Let's hear from Gonzalo Pineda. Frustrated, upset, second time um, on a roll that we're winning, and then we concede goals, and, uh, and we cannot reward ourselves with three points because I felt the team did enough to, to get the three points. Uh, but we couldn't finalize. That's where we need to learn. Uh, but very happy with other things. Very, very happy also with the, the pressure, the possession in certain moments, how we disrupt their pressure very well in, 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 in many parts of the game. Um, Matchups first goal in MLS. Um, so a lot of positives as well. It's just the sour taste in our mouth is because we, we lost two, two points in the last minute of the game. I think you got a sense of the conflicted nature of the reaction to the result in Toronto from Gonzalo Pineda. Good things in the match, some very good things, but still giving up late goals in halves and giving up the goal that costs you three points against Toronto. A team that I think it's fair to say Atlanta United will probably feel like they should have picked up six points against this season, but only got four more on the reaction to that result from Atlanta United left back Andrew Gutman. He came on in the second half, replacing Caleb Wiley. Had a strong performance against Federico Bernardeschi. Here's Andrew Gutman with how the team has responded this week to that result. Yeah, I think it's one of those situations where when we came into the locker room, it felt like a loss. You know, we were we were all pissed off. Um, you know, I, I think it's something that we have to take as you know the next step as a team we have to go into away games getting points because we're good enough we're we're one of the better teams in the league i truly believe that and you know we don't want to go into away games thinking oh let's just get out of here with the draw no we want three points and you know we want to we want to win our way and also win convincingly um you know so it was it was tough for us we're all pissed off but you know we have another opportunity to get three points in Chicago, you know, if a couple of results go our way as well, we could go top of the league. Um, so we got to kind of just keep moving forward. It's a, it's a long season. 
Let's get Gonzalo Pineda's take on how this week has gone in training as the team tries to shake off that result in Toronto and prepare to get three points and maybe regain more points at home against Chicago. Here's Gonzalo Pineda after training on Friday. They're hungry. They're hungry. And, and not just the guys that play, but also the guys that didn't play. Uh, I see a lot of competition. Probably that's what is in the back of my head is there's a lot of competition. Everybody shows well in the training sessions. It's hard to tell at times who are the starters, who are not. It's, it's really hard to play possession games and everyone does great and uh, that's a blessing that's that's something great that we are doing here that the players are buying to that idea uh, so they they're reflecting very very good one part of the team that we've seen increased competition for minutes has been in the attacking group Yorgos Yakimakis did have to leave early in the second half in Toronto with an injury. He's listed as day-to-day as we publish March to Match Day this week. Uh, Derek Etienne has come into the lineup. Caleb Wiley can play as a winger. But Machop Chol is maybe the player who has elevated himself the most over the past month or so. Playing as a winger, we've seen him as a number nine in preseason. In this match in Toronto, Gonzalo Pineda brought him in as a 10. Here's Santiago Sosa talking about what Chol gave the team in the midfield, followed by Pineda discussing the decision about playing Chol as a 10. Obviously, the matchup has other characteristics in terms of the game. He can be able to play both delantero as an extreme or a volant. Obviously, he can be an attacker more. His game is more offensive. We knew that we had to guard a little bit more. Eh, y bueno, bien, bien, porque obviamente al, al entrar Sol de Cambio nos, nos da más aire, le da, le da más aire al equipo y eso creo que, que ayuda. I think Chop is a player who um, can play in, in a variety of those attacking positions as a midfielder, as a winger, as a forward. Um, so he has different characteristics. Um, so I think when he went in, we knew that we had to, um, you know, to be aware and, and to play um, based off of that and his skills. Um, but he's a player who, when he comes on, uh, he can he can provide a lot of uh, space and, and good movement on the field. Yeah, that's a very good question because uh, before the preseason started, I thought I had a conversation with Macho on, on his true position because we've been using him as a winger. I heard that that he used to play also as a nine uh, in certain sessions last year. I used him as a ten, probably more out of necessity, and then I saw a little bit of of what uh, you saw the last game against Toronto and and yeah we we had this agreement that he can perform in multiple positions uh, 10 is one of those that that in specific games can give us some change of pace from that position but also adding a little bit more dynamism to our midfield so it's a guy that is going to be physical is going to chase at pace is going to dribble uh, at pace once we break the first and the second line of pressure he goes at people with a lot of speed so it's someone that can give us something different out of that position his goal dangerous even though it's his first goal we've seen multiple great goals that he scored in the in the training session so i think he's goal dangerous and and he has that sniff for for being dangerous in the final third so it's a different profile maybe uh, but it's something that we know matchup can can provide to the team up next on march to match day a couple of clips from atlanta united winger derek etienne 
Etienne was not healthy when preseason started. He has worked his way into a starting position with this team and has added a lot of verticality into the group, but also that defensive work rate that he is known for. Here's Derek Etienne talking about his expectations of the team and, and if they're meeting those so far, and also his reflections on playing for his national team, Haiti, during the last international window and what's coming up this summer, a big opportunity for Haiti in the CONCACAF Gold Cup. I felt that we were a good team. Uh, I think we've shown that. Um, disappointed with a couple of results, but um, you know that's something that uh, shows how good of a team we are. That we're able to go on the road, get a get a point, and, and be upset about it. You know how difficult it is going on the road. Um, I've been on teams that haven't won on the road and stuff like that. So uh, I think that just shows the mentality of the group. Of course, uh, we want to get maximum points, so we felt that uh, what was it four points we dropped against Toronto. Uh, points, two points against New York City, uh, but we definitely want to uh, continue in the, the way we're playing, uh, getting chances. Now it's just more being clinical and then uh, being good in both boxes. Uh, first five minutes, last five minutes of each half. Oh well, um, was able to get a goal and an assist in two games. Was able to rest uh, for the second game and then being able to qualify for Group A and the Gold Cup was is something that's, I mean. People will say it's big, but for us, it's a, a standard. So um, now we just focus on these matches here, and then Gold Cup have a difficult group. So uh, making sure, hopefully, that God willing, everyone stays fit, and we're able to go in there and and just compete. We like to hear from the opposition on March to Match Day. This week, Ezra Hendrickson spoke to the media in Chicago, and the first clip from Hendrickson is a little bit of an overview of the Chicago Fire season so far in 2023, plus his expectations of facing Atlanta United. And second, Ezra Hendrickson talking about his star striker, Kai Kamara, the veteran, and what he brings to this club, not just with his goals on the field, but off the field as well. Here's Chicago Fire Manager Ezra Hendrickson. Okay, so the season has started uh, really well for us. Um, we at a point where we feel like we're playing well, but we can do better. Um, better in the sense of finish out games uh, a little uh, stronger, um, and that has to do a little bit with the mentality side of things. Um, just being, you know, tougher once uh, we get up uh, on a two-goal lead with teams. You know, I think a couple of times, especially at home, uh, we've let teams uh, come back in the games. We haven't lost at home, but uh, we feel like uh, a couple of those ties should definitely be, should have been uh, wins for us. Um, Shaq is uh, eligible for selection. Um, he's in training full, so um, there's a possibility he'll be on the pitch on Saturday. As far as Almada, um, it's just about, uh, he's a good player. Uh, it's about always knowing where he is on the on the pitch. You know, he has that freedom to kind of pop up uh, wherever he sees fit. So we just have to make sure as a team, the communication is there and that uh, we know where he's at at all times because he makes the game for him. And I expect that he will be on the pitch this weekend. Um, so if he has, we will be prepared. Well, we've seen what he can do on the field. And it's something that he's shown all you know all his years in the league, so we know about that. Uh, but off the field, you know, he's a leader for us. He is a leader in the locker room. Uh, like you said, we have a lot of young players that you know 
he's always talking to, he's always encouraging, and he's just a good guy. You know, he's a good person to have, you know, especially when you have, you know, young players such as like the Gutis and the Javier and Casas and guys like that, you know, Misa Rodriguez, you know, uh, Victor Bezerra, you know. He's a guy that, that really, you know, puts their arm around those guys and, you know, you always see him talking to them. You know, uh, Guti calls him grandpa, you know, because, you know, that's a sign of respect, you know, as someone that kind of been there, done that. And so off the field, he's, you know, an extension uh, to the coaching staff as far as what he does in the locker room and helping, you know, on the field with, uh, with the players, especially the young ones. Thank you to the Chicago Fire and Ezra Hendrickson. Thank you to Gonzalo Pineda for speaking to the media this week, along with Santiago Sosa, Derek Etienne, Andrew Gutman. That's your recap of everything that has happened this week in the Atlanta United universe. Match day is on Sunday. What to watch for in this one, in my opinion anyway. One, I think the performances of Brooks Lennon have gone completely um, underrated or maybe just not mentioned enough. I think his last couple of games for Atlanta United, he's been, if not the best right back in Major League Soccer, right there in that conversation. You have to remember this was a player who, going into last season, went into the January camp with the U.S. men's national team, had an injury in the middle of that, and that's why he came back to Atlanta United, and it took him a minute in preseason to get going. But this isn't the first time that Brooks Lennon has played at this level. I think he's found an even higher level than we've seen previously in an Atlanta United shirt. He's that important, and it's not just the getting forward part of it and putting in crosses, which is what we know him for, creating chances, putting in dangerous crosses, good on set pieces. He's cutting inside more. He's getting on his left foot a little bit more, showing danger there, but it's been the 1v1 defending. You go back to the game against New York City where he really kept Tylus Magno in check, who is one of the best dribblers in Major League Soccer. And then last week when Lorenzo Insigne comes into the match, he kept Insigne in check. And I think the final goal for Toronto comes down to a moment where late in that game, Lennon had shut down Insigne so much, he drops away from the play. Now what that did is it did drag Lennon forward and it created space. That's not all on on Lennon, for example, here. Lennon was dealing with the matchup that he had, and I thought he won that matchup. But because Insigne is a crafty player, dragged Lennon further out, the spacing didn't get recovered for Atlanta United, and Toronto exploited it. It's a good goal to get that point. Atlanta's got to learn from that. They've got to learn late in matches sometimes maybe drop off a little bit. Don't be quite as aggressive. They've got to be just a little more cagey in those moments of the match. And I I feel like it's coming. I think the Toronto game was an opportunity to make a statement. Look, it wasn't made. I think Atlanta's a very good team. Are they an elite team? Not yet. I think an elite team sees that game out. But they're heading in that direction. And this is an opportunity at home against Chicago in a winnable home game against a good opponent who's only lost once this year. This is an opportunity to bounce back and pick up three points. How does Atlanta do that? Well, we don't know what the attack's going to look like just yet. Yorgos Yakamakis did not train on Wednesday. He was part of training on Friday. Is he ready to go 
30, 45, 60, 90, what does it look like? It, it sounds like the potential injury to his hamstring is not quite as bad as initially feared, so that's a good sign. I would expect he's available, but for how much, we just don't know. Does that mean Miguel Berry or Machop Chol starts up top? Or, and there's other options here too, you know, you can go with Tyler Wolf. You can go with Eric Lopez, who has been very good for Atlanta United too as of late. You could go with somebody like Luis Arujo cutting inside and playing as a nine. You've got a lot of different options. I think Machop Chol has put himself into this conversation for Gonzalo Pineda and might get the reward of a start if Yorgos Yakamakis is not able to. I know there's a lot of questions about Tiago Almada and his availability. He was a full participant in training all week, as far as I could tell. I think he's going to be just fine to go here. Is he? Can he go 90? That part we don't know yet. But can he start? I would think so in this one. And getting him back in is important. Franco Ibarra, also back available for selection. Dealing with pain from that tackle with James Sands that ultimately saw Ibarra red-carded. It's a heavy collision between the two of them going for a 50-50 ball that was tipped away, honestly, accidentally by Sands, and both were injured because of the contact from it. So it's it's really dealing with the pain threshold of it. Ibadra was part of training all week, and if he's ready to go, he could come back into the six, or Santiago Sosa could continue as the six. He was very good, I think, after the opening five, ten minutes in Toronto Thought he knocked some of the rust off and looked like the Santi Sosa that we've come to know here in Atlanta. So, Gonzalo Pineda's got questions in the team selection this week. He's also got solutions off the bench for what happens next as the game goes on. I think the big key for Atlanta United is finding those opportunities to switch the point of attack. Feels like they've looked their best this season, whether it was the Chol goal in Toronto whether it was the Yakimaki's goal at home against Portland after a couple of big switches, where Atlanta United can switch the point of attack, whether it's the fullbacks going side to side, the wingers going side to side, the central midfield, Marsadich, Mateus Sosetu, Franco Ibarra, Santiago Sosa, switching side to side, Tiago Almada can do that as well. Those switches are what opens the team up, and Atlanta's been very good at doing that this season and picking their spots. That will be key against the Chicago team. That's not easy to break down. Ezra Hendrickson, I think, has corrected some of the mistakes that we saw from Chicago last year. This is a much more difficult team to beat. Can Atlanta do it? Yes. Should they do it? Yes, in my opinion. It's no slight on Chicago, but this is the kind of game that Atlanta United at home at Mercedes-Benz Stadium needs to win to be in that elite class. And I think you heard it from Andrew Gutman, you heard it from Derek Etienne, you've heard it all year from Gonzalo Pineda. This is a team that has high expectations of itself, and they should. And now is when you need to deliver on that. I think they've delivered so far this year to a point. This is an opportunity to get three points at home, and Atlanta United has to take it against a quality opponent in Chicago. Once again, broadcast plans. Star 94 this week, 4 o'clock, 5 stripes countdown. 4.55 is your kickoff time. You can watch on Apple TV, MLS Season Pass. You can choose the audio to listen to Mike Conti and I on the call. You can also watch in Spanish on MLS Season Pass. You can also watch in Spanish on TV on Fox Deportes. You can also watch in English on TV on FS1 all kinds of ways to consume this game and then i'll be back on monday night at 11 p.m for atlanta soccer tonight to break everything down 
Thanks for hanging out with me on March to Match Day. We'll see you at the bins, or we will be talking to you on Star 94. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.